Hello and welcome to Greenwich Pantry. And how are you today? Have you had a great lunch? Have you had breakfast? And have you been drinking lots of water? Well, as you know, it's summer and we are talking about food and summer. And there is a correlation, you know, because in the summer there's plenty of sunshine and plenty of opportunity to to laze around and uh, just relax a little bit more than usual. And of course, if we've been cooking non-stop as families and uh, even as singles um, or as couples uh, over the last few weeks and months because of the lockdown, we'll, we'll be very happy to see the sun because it means we can do different things. And sometimes cooking is not a priority. But then again, if you're not cooking and you're eating, what are you eating? Are you thinking about your health? Are you considering what kinds of food you're eating? Well, it's my job at Greenwich Pantry to help you and to give you those pointers that you need to remember. So one framework that really helps to put everything into perspective, I think, um, for me anyway, is the Eat Well Plate. Um, It's not the only framework there is to navigate around food and to um, get the best out of uh, the nutrients that we have to help our bodies. But it is a very simple and practical framework. And what it allows us to do is not only to think about what's in our plate, but also um, we can visualize and we can um, put things into a perspective of um, our own daily routine and, um, and basically make it work. Um, for us without too much of a hassle and it's probably a framework that most of us have learned when we were young and uh, maybe were taught by our mums and dads Um, but we can forget it and we can forget the importance of it as well so um, let's talk about that today. But before we go on to the next step, um, I find that a little bit of music helps my productivity, kind of soothes my brain and gets my hand working a little bit better. So for all of you listeners out there, um, and to say thank you, I'm going to play you a favourite summer tune and hope that you enjoy it whilst you're peeling those potatoes or perhaps scraping the carrots or even um, chopping, yeah, chopping something interesting for food later on today. Welcome back. I hope you enjoy that little jingle in the kitchen. 
Well, today I wanted to talk to you about remembering the five important parts of your plate. So let's imagine that you've got a large, well, maybe not so large, a round plate and um, this is where you would normally put your food before you eat. And I know that if we're making food sometimes we sort of pick through the food that we're making and some of us are just natural pickers aren't we? we we're grazers we like to eat a little bit here and a little bit there but it doesn't really matter um, I think what's important is to have this view of your plate as a wholesome a wholesome plate a wholesome way of eating and so let me explain when you have a plate in front of you, imagine that there are two big sections on that plate. And the first big section, imagine to be the fruit and the vegetable section. So in that section, you have a variety of different things that you can eat. Um, and when I say variety, I mean um, a lot of different things, a lot of different colors. And so you've got um, frozen vegetables, you've got fresh vegetables, you've got green coloured ones and yellow coloured ones and red coloured ones. And a lot of us do this without even thinking about it. But I think when we do stop to think about it, it makes a big difference because then we're checking ourselves and we have an understanding of what we're consuming. Um, and I go into this in more detail in our cooking classes. So, um, but I am very happy to give you the overview. So you've got your fruit and vegetables, which has a big, big part of your plate. Um, imagine this to be about 60, well, 45%. And then you've got the other part of your plate, which is the, um, the largest, second largest part um, and in that in that part of your plate you're thinking about your your starchy foods um, which could vary from things like potatoes to um, whole grain cereal and couscous and whole wheat pasta brown rice sweet mix you know you get the picture but again this part of your plate is also equally important because this is where you get your energy from. You know, your brain needs that energy to get stimulated and do work. And I, and, and I also think that if you're already being active and um, using energy as your days go, then you will probably find that you need um, sufficient amount of starchy food to get you through the day. Um, and if we don't get enough starchy foods, we do fall into a number of complications and then we try to correct it by doing um, some sort of diets to reduce the amount that we, um, the, 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 to, to, to correct what we didn't, um, what we were not correcting and taking care of in the first place. So um, in this section of your plate, you want to have predominantly high fiber foods. So these are foods that are um, high in fiber so that they take 
longer to digest in the body. So they keep us fuller for longer. So while we're still on the plate, um, the second or the third largest, I should say, the third largest section um, of your plate should be um, your protein. Now, if you follow a plant-based diet, there is a variety of different proteins um, that you should be aware of and different ways of getting your proteins. So you can get them through pulses, beans, nuts and seeds. But if you are not following a plant-based diet, then I'm guessing that you would be uh, relying quite a lot on um, animal proteins. Um, so things like chicken and meats and so on and so forth. Well, we all know that there's an ongoing debate about how much meat we should eat and how much we shouldn't eat. And that's not something I'm going to cover today. Day. But I would say that if you are following a plant-based diet, then um, you're onto a good thing anyway, because you're going to be getting um, a lot of nutrients from the pulses, the beans and the nuts and the seeds, as long as you are eating a variety of them and as long as you're making sure that you um, have the proteins in that uh, mix that will um, keep you balanced and healthy. Um, if you've been a if you've been a plant-based um, eat um, plant-based uh, person for a very long time, then you'll know exactly what I mean in terms of the mix that you uh, should be getting. So yes, at the beginning I did say uh, five sections and that's because I know that a lot of our listeners are plant-based um, and therefore it's really important to separate out the, the proteins that you get um, from your pulses and your beans and your nuts and your seeds from the dairy alternatives to um, the protein that uh, if you were a non um plant-based person might um, be consuming anyway. So for the uh, vegans and the vegetarians or the pro-plant-based um, food uh, eaters, what I would say is um, explore the different types of plant-based milk uh, products that are out there. Um, things like oat milk, hemp milk, almond milk, coconut milk and if you're also um, one of those people who is perhaps allergic to nuts then um, maybe it's about going for something like rice milk as well but do make sure that they are fortified and what I mean by that is that they have been um, fortified with um, nutrients such as vitamin D that will um, that will help you because um, when they're not fortified they're not very useful to you they may taste good but in terms of nutrients then um, you 
will be lacking. Um, so as much as possible, um, try and add um, a lot of these dairy alternatives that I mentioned into your diets. And then the last section, which should be the smallest part of anybody's plate, whether it's uh, whether we are being plant-based or not plant-based, um, the smallest uh, um, part of our plate should be um, fats. And um, obviously, if you're plant-based, that would be vegetable oil, any kind of vegetable um, that produces oil, and that can be um, olive oil, rapeseed oil, flaxseed oil, hemp oil, sesame oil. Obviously, they're all used for different things. So um, I'm not saying you should use sesame oil to cook um, all of your meals because they, that wouldn't even taste great. Um, but there are options for you which you can explore um, and then if you are um, you know if you're not plant-based and you um, follow a, a more um, animal-based diet then um, what you need to be doing is cutting down on things like um, butter and uh, margarine but I would just add a word on that though that if you are cutting down on butter um, or rather if you're not going to be using margarine or if you do use margarine in your diet I think that the most sensible thing to do is to um, go for a little bit of butter um, because margarine in in a lot of countries um, have been made with uh, trans fats so that they're not as healthy as they say they they are but um, this is something that you can research and we're very happy to help you if you want more information on that but um, in terms of keeping your oils and your fats to being the smallest part of your plate um, I had mentioned before about measuring um, and I think this is where your measuring spoon uh, will come into place and just making a note of how much two tablespoons of fat looks like and and how much you can do with it and what what it might taste for, um, like when you use it in your favorite meal for example because this is where we really all of us need to focus where we have um, a lot of fat in our diet that can be detrimental it's not always the case by the way because um, even though we always say salt is salt fat is fat sugar is sugar um, we do need the fats in the diet we do need to um, cook with them because they serve a very important function so um, yeah I hope that you'll be able to go away and bring all of that together and make it useful um, in your summer foods summer making of food and even baking um, know a lot of people who um, are very good at baking and um, who um, have experimented with um, plant-based baking um, so yeah if you are baking in the summer then I hope you'll be able to put some of these principles um, and reminders into play
Well, I hope you've enjoyed that very quick um, tour of the Eat Well plate and um, the types of food that um, should be contained in a perfectly working uh, bohemian um, eat well plate and um, remember that we're all at different stages uh, but balance is always the key and plenty of exercise plenty of water plenty of fruits and vegetables go a long way in helping with the nutrients and yes many people have allergies also out there and um, can't eat this and can't eat that well again I do empathize and I hope that um, we can help you to uh, find something interesting just by you following the eat well play guides and the balance guides in um, our podcast and the recipes that uh, you that, that we do share um, do give us a shout on the anchor voice message or email info at greenwichpantry.com and don't forget to subscribe to this channel on the apple podcast or on spotify bye for now Thank you.